don't think it can happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show. Welcome to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And of course, now this podcast show. Okay, so it is Labor Day weekend. Tomorrow is Labor Day. And I can let you know now, before I get into the details of how to follow me, I'm going to let you know right now, up front, right now, personally, between you and me, I'm letting you know right now that being that it is Labor Day weekend, I can tell you that I got insight from the California Highway Patrol, okay, California Highway Patrol Office, the maximum enforcement period is upon us from September 4th to September 7th. The maximum enforcement is upon us. And I can tell you this Friday night when I went home, I seen one, two, three, four crashes, almost seen a fifth. It bogged me down getting home. It took me a little bit longer to get home than normal. Obviously, as everybody's trying to escape and everybody's trying to go to their destination for Little Labor Day weekend. On the radio, I listened to KNX 1070 on the way home. And not in the area that I'm at, but yeah, LA area, the, uh, you know, near the Palm Springs area, near the, you know, Victorville area. I heard seven other crashes that they talked about. So that's about a total of 12. And that's just me driving home, and it took an hour and a half to get home. That's what I heard. Anyways, I'm letting you know right now, California Highway Patrol is out there. They're looking for people. And the maximum period, September 4th to the 7th, and probably about 8 p.m. maybe on Monday, that will end it. I'm just guessing. I'm not sure. That's my speculation. That's kind of like what I've been told, so I'm going to go with that. So here we go. Another show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. And, of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. My website is www.distracteddb.com. You can also follow me or get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. I can also let you know this. 
Um, you know, I've been having problems with my website uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, some pages came up missing. My uh, sponsorship page is gone. Uh, I've been trying to figure out how to get that back. Again, I'm not a programmer, so therefore I don't know. Uh, I'm not really sure how much longer I want to keep my website. Uh, I think I'm just going to pretty much, you know, I, it goes up until May next year, 2021. It goes until May before I have to renew it. And maybe then either one, I renew it and find somebody to help me with get it fixed the right way or the way I want it or two. You know, I'm just going to let it go. And then basically, you know, uh, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio will probably be the only way that you can get a hold of the show. Uh, it's just too much of an upkeep for me uh, personally. And I'm not a programmer. My producers are not programmers. Uh, they, they look at the website like I do. Huh? Huh? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I'm working on an idea. All right, anyways, so last week I talked about a beloved grandfather who was working on the sidewalk, was killed by a hit-and-run driver. Again, most comments about that right here uh, at distracteddriversbusted.com. And, of course, you can go to my website right now, and you can let me know what your thoughts are. Just click on the uh, uh, tab that where it says to contact us, and if you send me your request, if you send me any information that you want to want me to talk about, I know my friend, I don't know who or who the person is, if it's a male or female, but they keep sending me audio bites, uh, like they did the one in Lodi, California, sent me that audio piece, I appreciated that. Uh, you know, a lot of people are still talking about that. A lot of people are still talking about how that was so inspiring that that police officer, uh, you know, Erica Urias, was so inspiring that they themselves want to do good deeds to people, which is, you know, I, I applaud that. All right, so here we are. Again, Labor Day weekend. Uh, a lot of things to work on. One of the biggest things that I think we need to get into is understanding that a lot of crazy stuff is going to be happening in the next couple of weeks as, you know, traffic is starting to pick up. Uh, more and more businesses are opening, so there's going to be heavier traffic. Schools, some schools are opening up. Some are still going virtual. Uh, but yet, people are still driving like maniacs. Uh, and I got a couple of different stories that I can talk about, and I'll talk about those probably in upcoming shows. But in the meantime, uh, I can let you know this. How stupid are some drivers? That's the question that I have right now. Uh, when I come back, I got a story from KTLA out here in Los Angeles, KTLA Channel 5, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. They're, good, uh, they're a good station. Uh, I know Ginger Chan, who does the uh, traffic on that uh, TV station. I've interviewed her. Uh, I've known her for years when we worked in the radio business. Uh, she moved on to TV. I'm still in the radio business. So just to let you know, uh, there's a interesting story that I got coming up here from KTLA in the next few minutes. All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, or you can get the show on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Type in a keyword, distracted DB. We'll be back after this.
You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh-huh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show again. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and Facebook is DistractedDB. My uh, website is www.distracteddb.com. You can also get all the shows, all six seasons of the show, on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Just type in the keyword, DistractedDB. Again, this is a Labor Day tomorrow, so this is Labor Day weekend. Labor Day is Monday, and this is the Labor Day show. And this past Monday, there was a driver who appear to be, well, intentionally crashing his car, his or her car, into a shoe store in the Fairfax area. Now, according to the California Highway Patrol, or the LAPD in this case, uh, the crash happened around 9 p.m. on the 700 700, uh, block area of Melrose Avenue, and... I mean, a kid's shoe store, cool kid's shoe store, the driver rammed into it two or three times, backed up, rammed in two or three times, and here's a story from KTLA. Search is underway for the driver of this SUV who appears to intentionally crash into Cool Kick store on Melrose in the Fairfax district. Happened just before 9 o'clock last night. You can see the SUV smashing right through that front window of the shoe store. The driver doesn't get out. He simply backs out and drives away. Detectives say the suspect was also involved in a carjacking at Lincoln and Rose in Venice on Sunday. It's unclear what the motive may have been. Nothing was taken from the store. 
Again, that story came from uh, KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And what is going on with people as they're just going to go ahead and crash into a store? Did they have a dispute with the shoe prices? Did they not get what they needed when they went in there to purchase or order online? Were they drunk? Were they high? Were What was going on? And in regards to the, I just don't get it. People are just losing their minds. People are just willy-nilly doing their own things. And this is where I strongly advocated, and I still push for today, I still push for it today, that driver education needs to be in school. Because I'm going to tell you, the generation behind me when I graduated, a couple of generations, I'll say, I'll say 10 years worth, those parents are the ones that didn't have any driver education in school. So they learned bad habits from their parents before them, and then they pass it on to their kids. As they get older, they do it. Kids, you know, they see they're very impressionable when they're younger. So when they see the parent grabbing a cell phone or drinking or putting up makeup on, they figure, oh, if my mom could do it when she was driving or my dad did it when he was driving, I'm a kid now, I got my license. If it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. No, it's not. And that's why we got all these crazies out here driving, thinking they own the road. How many times have I talked and I preached about this? I drive up and down the 15 freeway. The speed limit's 70 miles an hour. I'm driving driving 70. I'll drive like maybe 72, 73. And yet, people are passing me like I'm standing still. And they weave in and out of traffic, and they make it so crazy where they're nearly clipping cars or just barely missing, ready to clip a car. If, if somebody moved either left or to the right just a little bit, they clip them. They ride, they tailgate, they ride up their bumper, they're doing all this craziness, and it's just a matter of time before, bam, it happens. And when it happens, people are going to wonder, how could this happen? Well, I blame it on the politicians, and I blame it on the school administrations and stuff who Decline. Oh, it costs too much money. It doesn't. It's cost effective, not cost effective, in order to have an education here in school. Driver educate. You realize that when you put your child behind a car, it's considered a weapon. It is a missile. It is over five thousand tons of weapon. It's just insane that you would end up putting somebody behind the wheel who really has no experience. Irregardless whether they went to school training, uh, uh, you know, I'm not saying that they're they're doing bad, but in school you had six months of training. How you go two or three months here, you might drive three or four times, five times out of the uh, out of your time that you're scheduled for the class. You get a little classroom environment. Boom, you're on your way. You go, you do your driver education. You take your test here. You do your test here at the DMV. Hey, you pass. Okay, really, really. You got to be put through the grind. You got to drive at nighttime. You got to drive at daytime. Do these? I don't know if these schools are teaching people how to drive at night. How do they teach in bad weather when it's raining? Raining out here. Granted, California, we don't have very much rain at all. I mean, when it does rain, it really pours for about a month, maybe two months at a time, you know, every couple of days. But then, like, for the rest of the 10, 11 months, maybe nine months, it's, like, dry you might get a little sprinkle here and there. So people think, you know, that they don't realize that the oils build up on, on the roads 
And then when the rain comes, that's what rises first to the top as it soaks it out of the concrete on the road. And you slip and slide. But they have they been taught that? Have they have they experienced driving in that kind of experience? What about in the rain? No, they drive like it's it's still dry and it's downpouring. And I can tell you this, it is not a very good sight when you see a car spinning out of control and they have no idea where to go, where they're gonna end up at, and there's no idea if you're in the path of that. And it's not a good feeling because there's no telling what's going to happen, where they stop, and what kind of devastation that they will bring to you. All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. All right, when we come back, okay, a good story for once. We have good Samaritans in New York City. Oh, yeah, we'll be back after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey! Are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, What? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady anyway? I'm I'm sorry, babe. I I know I say this all the time, but I I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, Oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this party. No. Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, This... This isn't happening, is it? Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And of course, now this podcast show, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. My Facebook page is DistractedDB. 
website, www.distracteddb.com. And you can also get the show there. And you can also get them on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, so in New York City, I got the, the story originated in New York City. But I got it from a Philadelphia station, uh, 6ABC. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But Good Samaritans pulled the car off a woman in New York City after she was hit by a car. And several, several Good Samaritans came by to help her out. And here's a story from 6ABC, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Out of that breaking news on Manhattan's east side, a pedestrian struck by a car and then saved when a group of Good Samaritans rushed to the scene and lifted that car right oh off God. of her. Eyewitness oh God, News reporter Naveen Daliwal live on the east side with more on this story, Naveen. Yeah, David, thankfully those uh, people were here when this all happened. The scene just cleared about 20 minutes ago, but this accident happened here in this busy intersection at 2nd Avenue and East 50th Street. Cell phone video will give you a better understanding moments after the crash. It was chaotic, oh as God. you can imagine, as oh Miraville nearby learned about a woman was hit by a car. That woman, witnesses say, was pinned under the Toyota RAV. Now, we're trying to get more details on the specific circumstances of this, but we do know a group of Good Samaritans um, happened to be standing by, jumped into action, lifting the sedan off the woman. Witnesses say she was in really bad shape. A lot of blood on her, mostly unconscious, but the witnesses says she was able to apparently squeeze a finger of one of the rescuers uh, where they were able to get that SUV off as emergency crews arrived. A large group of people scrambling with jacks to, to try and lift the car and, uh, and provide assistance. About six of us, seven of us, just ran out into the middle of the street and we actually physically lifted the car and moved it off of her um, without moving her, obviously. She was moving her, her feet and her ankles and, and she squoezed somebody's finger. Um, so she was alive. Incredible. Now, she was taken away in an ambulance, her condition unknown at this time. Uh, that vehicle was a livery cab, and the driver did remain on scene. I did see uh, police questioning him. Their investigation still ongoing. Reporting live from Midtown East, Naveen Dhaliwal, Channel 7, I with this news. All right, and again, uh, I appreciate that. That story actually came from... 6ABC out of the affiliate um, in New York City down in Philadelphia. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Again, there is good people. There are good people out there. And when an incident like this happens, that's when everybody's got to jump in. And that is what separates people from just the evil people that just think the world is all about them. And good Samaritans like this, they need to be rewarded. You know, something has to happen. You know, get like a you know citation or something, something accommodating, accommodation, not a citation, but accommodation from uh, a police department, the city, New York mayor comes down there, Mayor Cuomo comes down there, hey, you know, good job, you know, do something like that, you know, help out the people there a little bit. Again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. When we come back, oh, oh no. A heartbreaking story. When we come back, we'll be back right after this.
You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV. Of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. And, of course, you know my website, www.distracteddb.com, and you can get all the shows on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. From Good Samaritans to Jackasses. All right, a family. And I got this story from CBS 6 up in Portland, K-O-I-N, and... I can tell you this, this story is so sad, how a mother who lost her son is now herself lost her life due to an incident. It is so sad how this happened, and here's a story from, uh, here's a story from, uh, ABC or CBS 6 out in Portland. A local family is forced to grieve another tragic loss for the second time in less than a year. Jessica O'Leary was killed in a car crash on Monday, just nine months after her 21-year-old son Zachary was hit and killed in a crosswalk by an alleged drunk driver in Gresham. Jenny Young live now on the story tonight. Jenny, I know this family has really opened up to you. How are they handling this terrible and shocking news? Jeff, I think one of the more heart-wrenching things about this story is that Jessica O'Leary's daughter actually found out about her mother's death on her birthday. Now, she was supposed to have lunch with her mother that day. She told me that she had not seen her mother since her brother Zachary's funeral back in November. She didn't want to get up out of bed anymore. She, it was really bad for her when Zachary was gone. Jessica O'Leary's mother says her daughter kept falling deeper and deeper into depression after Jessica's son, her firstborn child, Zachary, passed away. She used to call his phone every day, so. Yeah. 
She keeps the accolades so she can hear his voice. She sits at his memorial every day and have lunch with him. Less than 10 months after laying 21-year-old Zachary to rest, Jessica's family, including her daughter Ariana, have to say goodbye to her. And it was Amber telling me that it was my mom. She has a hard time talking about it. Ariana's aunt and grandmother tell me she hasn't started processing the loss of her mother. She's still grieving her older brother, who was her best friend. He was just like more one of a kind. Like there's no one out there like him. This is the scene in Gresham on November 23rd of last year, where police say Zachary O'Leary was killed as he was walking through a crosswalk. His aunt, Amber Whitney, says he had gotten off the bus two stops ahead of his destination so he could use the crosswalk. But he got off there, so he was using the crosswalk. He was always real safe about that. The Multnomah County Sheriff's Office says this man, David Hagen, was drunk behind the wheel of a pickup truck when he hit Zachary so hard his body flew nearly 100 feet. Hagen is still sitting in Multnomah County Jail awaiting trial for manslaughter. And this man, Thomas King, is also in Multnomah County Jail facing a manslaughter charge. Sheriff's deputies say Jessica was in the passenger seat of a Ford Mustang King was driving late Monday night when he crashed into a guardrail near Marine Drive and Blue Lake Road in Fairview, killing Jessica. All right, so what we know right now, very little about that crash that killed Ms. O'Leary. I did reach out to detectives and asked why Mr. King is facing a manslaughter charge, asking what caused this wreck, asking if he was impaired, and they told me that it is still under investigation. Hopefully we will have more details in the coming days. Reporting live tonight, Jenny Young, Coin 6 News. Just such a sad, sad story. Our hearts go out to that family. Jenny, thank you. All right, and again, thank you to KOIN6 for that sound. You know, it, it, it's hard for me to do stories like this, and always at the end, it kind of shakes me up when I see this. Can we actually have people do the right thing and put their freaking phones down and not drink and drive? And if we do drink and drive and you get caught, let the prosecutors please, please lock these SOBs up forever. All right, you're listening to Distracted Drivers Busted. Until next week, please don't let any more stories like this come across the airwaves. Thank you, prosecutors.